Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello, hello, and welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face and your bod, and sometimes really obscure things that barely make it into the beauty category, but we talk about them anyway because we want to, they relate to us, we just love all things beauty and lifestyle and all of that jazz. I'm Kelly McCarran, one of your fabulous hosts, and because it's Thursday, I get to go rogue with the mic and do a deep dive on something I find wildly interesting in beauty land, in the hope that you will too. So today, buckle in, buckle in or buckle up, or whatever it is, I'm going to be giving you one of Kel's history lessons, they're a real treat, about Huda Beauty. They said to me, they were like, maybe you're going to be the next generation Bobby Brown. And I was like, don't be crazy. I was like, that's insane. What are you saying right now? One of the reasons I wanted to start doing deep dives on some beauty brands is because I find it so fascinating in that a relatively short space of time, these brands develop these viral cult-like statuses. Now, to put things into perspective, I've deep dived on Charlotte Tilbury and Glossier before. Now, both of them are huge brands, and we will link those apps in the show notes because a lot of people seem to enjoy them. I got some DMs about it. But did you know that if you just looked at Instagram as an example of the level of fame that these brands have, Charlotte Tilbury has 4.4 million followers and Glossier is sitting at 2.6 million followers. On Instagram, Huda Beauty has almost 50 million followers on the app. How wild is that? I've been obsessed with her eyeshadow palettes for years now. I collect most of them. They're not cheap, like they're definitely not on the uh, savvy side of things, but I've definitely recommended some of her products before. So as I said, I do collect them and I stand by the opinion that her rose gold palette is one of the most beautiful and universally flattering eyeshadow palettes of all time. It's just stunning. Google it, have a little look of it. You'll probably want to order it. You won't regret it though because they're creamy, they're buttery, they go on like a damn delight. But Huda Beauty is actually most famous for their eyelashes and no surprises, got a little a little boost when the Kardashians started using them and raving about them. But let's go back to the beginning first, shall we? Before we move on to how the Kardashians helped. The woman behind Huda Beauty is Huda Katan, an American businesswoman and makeup artist who first dipped her brush into the makeup world back in 2008 after majoring in finance. After university, she moved to Dubai to be with her family where she got a job in recruiting, but like many people, lost it a year later during the 2009 recession and found herself without an income. So Huda decided to focus on a career that she genuinely loved. She was like, stuff this finance business. She went to makeup school in LA, returned to Dubai and started her Huda Beauty beauty blog in 2010, where she began to generate a following that loved her makeup tutorials and candid personality. 
One of the hardest things for me was definitely financially. It was tough. I did not make a lot of money. I was not one of those bloggers who monetized properly. Still to this day, I'm not somebody who does a lot of paid posts. I felt like for me, it just didn't fit. Sometimes do some sponsor things if they're brands that I love and I love the products, we do them. But that's always been the case from the beginning till now. So I never made a lot. And that was really difficult for me in the beginning. To capitalize on her growing following, Huda borrowed $6,000 from her sisters to launch a lash line in 2013, which, as I mentioned above, received praise from the likes of Miss Kim Kardashian West. And then the line was picked up by beauty retailer, just a small beauty retailer, Sephora Dubai. At the time, Sephora Dubai expected to sell 7,000 units of the lashes in a year, but instead, all 7,000 units sold in a week. Yes, a week instead of a year. Forbes reported that the retail sales hit 1.5 million that year and 10 million the next. So just a little bit of cash and success for old Huda. Being the clever and very savvy business lord that she was, well, is, Huda was determined to grow her brand internationally. And in 2015, Huda Beauty launched in the US and continued to expand. Expand she did. And in 2017, the TSG Consumer Partners valued the company at, wait for it, $1.25 billion. Yes, over a billion dollars. Really, really making me regret giving up my beauty blog back in 2010, isn't it? Because obviously I would have had the same level of success as Mrs. Catan. Today, Huda Beauty offers over 140 products in the brand from foundation to concealer, lipstick, eyeshadow, brushes, and more, and of course, lashes. She now even sells a range of fragrance and skincare under brand names Kayali and Wishful Skin. In line with its roots, the brand has also kept its social media presence trace strong with over 52 million followers across Instagram, 4 million subscribers on YouTube, and just a cool, calm, and collected 7.4 million followers on the old tickety-tock. That sort of growth in such a short amount of time is phenomenal. Huda is ranked number one on the 2017 Influencer Instagram Rich List. And even though she doesn't do SponCon, she can make an absolute fortune if she did. And was declared one of the 10 most powerful influencers in the world of beauty by Forbes magazine. She was chosen as one of the 25 most influential people on the internet by Time magazine in 2017. And in 2020, Huda was listed on Fortune's 40 Under 40. In 2021, so last year, just in case we're still like, oh, what year is it? Huda was ranked number one on Cosmify Beauty Influencer Rich List. The girl has clearly been very busy making pots of money and being a very influential lass. And according to another report by Cosmify, Huda Beauty was the top beauty brand for the third year in a row in 2021. I don't know exactly how they determine these findings, but they basically look at like a lot of data from social media followings and engagement and Google searches, ETC. So I bet none of you realized just how successful and cult-like and famous and wonderful this brand really was. Apart from having bomb-ass products and a very clever and personable founder, a couple of other reasons for the brand's success are worth noting. 
Firstly, being a beauty influencer. A lot of people hate the word influencer, but the fact that Huda Beauty is one of the most popular makeup brands in the world reveals a lot about the power of influencers in the beauty industry. From the beginning, Huda stood against traditional advertising methods and instead used her social media channels and her blog to promote her artistry and her beauty brand products. She's always focused, like even now, if you go and have a look at any of the channels, she's always focused on videos of makeup tutorials and tips. She's always making sure that she's providing something useful to her followers but then she'll also share other fun content, like she reshares other people's posts to promote things. She'll do makeup close-up photos, giveaway posts. She's really nailed the social game. She also leverages off micro-influencers and has done so for a long time, realizing the power that they have over audiences. So just in case you didn't know, a micro-influencer is someone that has between 1,000 to 100,000 followers on a social media platform, any social media platform, and they typically produce a higher level of engagement with their posts and help brands really reach their target market. Like I'm just giving you an example. Say that you're this huge influencer, you've got a million followers, but 90% of your following is straight men that just really enjoy the bikini photos that you post. Great. Love that. But they're probably not going to be looking to purchase skincare or makeup or whatever. So that reduces it to 100,000. And then once again, maybe out of those 100,000 people, They're not in your geography range, but you're still paying for that 1 million following, which is where micro-influencers can be way more effective at targeting specific groups of people. She's really always capitalized off the power of like direct targeting with micro-influencers, which is super clever because while it's quite common now for brands to be using micro-influencers, it sure as hell wasn't a few years ago, but it's a tactic that Clever Catan has used in Huda Beauty's favor. As an example, I've got an example for you. In 2017, one micro-influencer shared a video post featuring Huda Beauty products and the hashtag Huda Beauty. That's it. No money behind it, nothing. The post gained over 6 million views, even though the beauty influencer herself had around 34,000 followers at the time. Huda Beauty is also a brand that has celebrated diversity and targeted her products for a wide range of people. Well before it became this often tokenistic inclusion, brands have realized they have to do. And yes, I just threw shade. She's always featured a diverse array of faces on social, used many different people in campaigns, and produces products for everyone of every skin tone. And yes, of course, like everyone, Huda and the brand have faced controversy. But overall, if you look at the epic empire she's created and the good that she's done, I think that we can all agree that Huda Beauty is a brand we can happily spend our dollars on and get beautiful quality products. Anyway... I guess that's all I have time for today with my history lesson. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of You Beauty. If you have a suggestion for what you'd like an episode on or what brand you'd like a Kells history lesson on, send us an email or voice memo to youbeautyatmamamia.com.au. We'll be back in your ears tomorrow with Friday recommendations. And if you don't want to miss a single episode of You Beauty Daily, and why the bloody hell would you? Make sure you're following us wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great day. Bye.